Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. That's right. If you're waiting for a John Sheeran rap, there is not one this week. But it's bye, 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 bye week. That's my my best pop attempt. Hoji as the musician would be so disappointed. Uh, but Daddy-O, I know you'll keep us all in line. So welcome, everybody, to the number one Bengals podcast and this song that just keeps carouseling. Um, we got a good show for you today. Stick around. Hang out with us. Comment in the chat. And let's see if we can see anybody's faces. Daddy-O, John, where are you at? Yeah, well, we are coming up right here as the intro ends. Thank you. Welcome to the Morning Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Daddy McDook. Join us always with, uh, I was going to say Dr. Hoji, Dr. Smoji, but it looks like it's Dr. Hoji, the pepperoni Smoji, and he's not here yet. If he knew it was a meat pun. Right. He would be very I mean, that's why Matthew said it. Like, he knew yeah. he just do without impunity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And obviously, Bridget, the HR Jan Cars, and John, the Brain Sheeran. And Bridget had on our show a few months ago a man who is now the most powerful man in the world. That's right. Or Bridget. in Ohio District 1. Eh, Ohio, right. Ohio is the world. It's all Ohio. Which is our right? world. Yeah. And right. So do you want to tell us about what happened after? So he came on the show. He's just a just an average citizen, Bengals fan, comes on the show. And before you know it, people are casting their votes for this guy. That was basically. I mean, he, he was in city council. So Greg yes. Landsman was on our show, right. uh, Councilman yeah. Landsman, and he just ra- ran his race, got the most votes because that's democracy, Daddy-O. And uh, he's headed to represent uh, Ohio District 1 in D.C. Yeah. So super proud of him. Yeah, yeah. And District number one, number one podcast. Makes a lot of sense. He's, mm. he's honestly one of the top, I would say, 50 most successful greatest success stories from the podcast you know from the the podcast has made a lot of people's lives a lot better and he's top 50 maybe top 100 but probably top 50 so congratulations to him but guys and i are sitting at the bottom 50 that it's worked out for you have to be successful to be a success story and yeah i mean for me yeah well i mean obviously i made a great success story out of this man right here you all know he's yeah back on the show yeah like the there, he is. there he yeah. is and really we have so much to talk about because this past week Cincinnati Bengals were relaxing they were getting massages yeah they were probably eating all sorts of meats replenishing those muscles no and they are getting ready to face the Pittsburgh Steelers who are Maybe the worst team the Bengals have played this year, and somehow they lost. They and did it was, lose. And, and, yeah. and I'm sorry, coming late to the party here, but I, I have a question um, for for anybody who can answer it, which I'm guessing is going to be John. Uh, 
and that is what's at stake, John? If steak, the bank, great meat. It, yeah. it, no, 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 with an AKE. If the Bengals lose this, is it fair to say that they have no wild card chance of playoff hopes? Well, they wouldn't have no chance, but they would be five and five in a conference where nine teams, including them, have five wins. They're in the thick of it. They wouldn't be out of the thick of it, so to speak, if they lose. But presumably, they need to go five and three in these next eight games to get to the ten win mark. That would get them in a position, including tiebreakers, conference win percentage, all that jazz, to be at the very least a wild card team. Ten wins would still put them in the conversation to potentially beat out the Ravens in the AFC North race, but the a- the Ravens have like an 85% chance of winning the division at this point, considering the teams they have yet to face and the fact that they are one game ahead of the Bengals. So dropping this game would not be the end of the world, but I think we can all agree that losing to the Steelers twice, this iteration of the Steelers team, it would be detrimental and demoralizing most. Demoralizing, sure. But it wouldn't be the end of things. Okay, because I, I had figured that maybe I'm being you know too negative, but I, I kind of was thinking that if they don't win this, then put a cap on it and just kind of just wait for next year kind of thing because that's way too many losses to be in a playoff contender. But maybe I'm, I was wrong in, in, in doing the numbers. Especially because the Dolphins, I believe when the Dolphins won, somehow that hurt our chances, right? Isn't that... Am I wrong well, no. about that? Well, well, well I, mean, I mean, the Dolphins are 7-3. I think they're first in the AFC East right now which makes mm-hmm. the Jets and Bills 6-3 and three or whatever in the wildcard spots. I think all three wildcard positions right now are held by AFC East teams. The Bengals played the AFC East this year. So far, they're 2-0, and oh, which is, it bodes well for them, but they just have to finish out, you know. They have the to get in. Two. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay, which which gets us to, you know, what we really want to talk about today. It gets us yeah. to the tofu of the topic, so to speak, which the is... The Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers, yeah. And really, with the Pittsburgh Steelers, they have a quarterback who a lot of people are saying he had a great Stinks. future in miniature painting, Yeah. right? Maybe in, you know... In powdering jock straps or something like that, but not in football. And... But that's the thing. They did beat the Bengals in a weird way, in a freak game, with a lot of missed yeah. field goals well, and with a lot of missed calls, by the John, way. John, and that brings me to one of the things that you want to talk about that we need to improve on, which is the special teams, which yeah. has looked very special in the way we used to say a few decades ago. We said someone no, is special. Yeah, we don't, we, don't yeah. Use, yeah. we don't use that HR, anymore. HR, come on. No, 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 that's a but, that's a big old red flag no. and write up. No, I, I saw no, that I'm joke coming from a mile away. And John, yeah, John, I had, John, hold on. Yeah. All I'm saying is, look. No, no, Kevin, we're going to John. We're going to John. John, <laughs> John tell us how special what, teams yeah, can like, improve. What, what do you want me to diagnose here? Because I don't feel like I'm qualified. Well, okay, so maybe you should ask me. Sure. Maybe you should ask me. How what you? went wrong? Can what what went, teams improve? Well, it's 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 McPherson, really. I mean, McPherson had a horrible game against the Steelers. It was his worst game of the year. And McPherson was a star last year. And it was weird that the NFL we live in today is an NFL where there have been closer games. And so uh, field goals matter, extra points matter. And we weren't making them. And and actually, if you, I, I I think 
Did did McPherson miss an extra point last game or something? Because he's just he's he, had some, he missed a field goal. Yeah, he's had some off days. And 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 if you guys remember, I believe wasn't the Steelers game? Wasn't that the one where they held the the, the laces the wrong way and they couldn't get the guy to? Well, to we had our longest snapper. He snapped his. What did he snap, John? It I wasn't the ball. Arm. He bicep. snapped his bicep. Arm. Yeah. yeah, he snapped his bicep. So that and that's the kind of thing that I don't see happening this game. I think we've got all those things. Well, John, out. but John, a lot of people are saying that McPherson is still does not have the chemistry with the newest snapper. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, this I is the like kind kickers, of thing 10 years ago no one cared about. Well, kickers but John, just go yeah, through and these the other slumps, thing is, though, like, right? Yeah, like, this is, yeah. even if it's Evan McPherson, like, it's pretty normal for even the best kickers, aside from, I guess, Justin Tucker, to kind of go through these ups and downs. Yeah. I think with, with this game specifically, all eyes are going to be on Kevin Huber, who I feel like is the real yeah. menace yeah. to these special teams' yeah. woes right now. He's one of yeah. the worst punters in the league. He is. And, John, you know, if, if we learned yeah. anything from Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, it's that the kicker is a highly neurotic uh, position. It's got a well, lot of brain work going on. There. Let me just, let me just, do you remember, John, training camp when McPherson's walking around and he's like going to the little, the special field, Bridget? The, I mean, it's not, I mean, it's just a field for people who cannot play the normal football. Specialists. They have a separate, have a name. yeah, they have a separate field for the people who play. A different kind of football. He doesn't know what special just means. The, but John, he doesn't know what special means. Hold on, that's Can the I, cool field because if you're it? a fan, yeah. if you're a fan and you're standing along that, what would it be? The west edge of the right. training field. They yeah. walk by you. They walk yeah. by Clark you. Harris oh, like so moves Everybody's over like, the you rope. You can do it. You are just like nope. the rest of them. But nope. John, what I'm nope. saying, that's not. They are no. not. I'm you talking see, to John. He, I'm talking to John. What I'm saying is everybody was ooing and eyeing and, oh, sign this, sign that. They loved McPherson. Yeah. He was maybe after Jamar Chase was the most sought-after player by fans. Yeah. Does and he sign with little, his feet? He's this little little 15-year-old kid with the pimples, yeah. and he's like, I mean, he wasn't ready pimples for that hype. I mean, John, I think in the history of the game, there have maybe been two or three kickers who had as much hype around them as he did. This guy was like after Burrow and Chase – Maybe the most popular player during that playoff run. He's still so, got it. He's missed so, two with field kickers, goals in three weeks. But He's no, I know what I'm saying is I'm saying with kickers, weeks. so much of it is is the focus. I know. Right? Because it's I, such a, a snap it's a snap thing. Well, it's not but just there's no the need to talk idea. anyone off the ledge because no one should be on the ledge yet. He's missed two field goals. No, I I'm saying but, but it I'm wasn't just it's not just that. The, there's the wind, there's the snapping. There's a lot of other factors going into this, and and when he when he missed those kicks, I mean, there if if I remember correctly in the Steelers game, there was some weird stuff. And the other guy, am I am I getting this game mixed up with another game where they they kept everybody kept missing kicks? Was it was like the year. Green Bay game last year. It was like the Green Bay game. No, it, 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 it was us. Vibe. It was us. Yeah, it had the same vibe. And I remember there was something in the wind, I think too, and we had the kickers off, and then it went to overtime. I, I don't think this game's going to be like that. I yeah. think this is an easy game for the Cincinnati I don't remember. Bears. No, I don't remember the way you're describing the game where the, they had the problem with wind. I don't remember that. No, I, think I, I don't think gas. The, you know, John, I want I to I mean move the on. wind in the atmosphere. Yeah. John, I want to move on, please. No, now, now, before we move on, bef- can, can, are we still going to talk about the Steelers when we move on? I want to get back to it. I feel yes. like we haven't even gotten to the Steelers okay. because we want to talk about what they need to improve on in the bye week. John had the list for us. One of them was the special teams. 
And another one was the tackles. Right. right? You got to bring them down. You no, let me ask you something. Lyle Collins, we've seen flashes. Is he, is he the, you know, like the Dwight Howard of no. the NFL where his back injuries are just going to make him less athletic and he's no. done no. as a premier player? Yeah, John. No, he had a great game. John. I mean, he's played better in recent weeks. And I think you can attest that to just him getting healthier, just getting yeah. used to the current state of his body right now. But it, it was a real detriment to him back in July and August where he couldn't really practice. And then he came out of the gate really sluggish against uh, arguably the two best edge rushers in the league, TJ Watt and Michael Parsons. Ever since then, it's been better. It's been creeping back closer to league average. What, what I saw over the first nine weeks, though, was a pair of tackles that just weren't playing up to the standard. And I felt it was unfair for the entirety of the offensive line to get grouped with their inadequacies in the first half of the season when... Alex Kappa, Ted Karras, and Cordell Volson were playing, you know, perfectly fine for an interior trio. Jonah Williams has to play better. Lowe Collins has to play more consistent. And once they do, like the offensive line as a whole will look a lot better, and the sack numbers and the pressures will go down as such. It's, it's, it just seems like though at this point, because Jonah Williams is still dealing with a dislocated knee, and Lowe Collins is dealing with that back injury, like we may not see that required increase in consistency and improvement for the offensive line to be as good as it's propped up to be. Yeah. That's okay. Well, let's, that was good. That was, that was yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was a little, yeah, it was a little bit long winded way of saying what I was trying to say. Which is what the were you trying to say? What I was trying to say with the tackles, we don't really know. We don't know where they are, what they're doing. Who I they think are. that was slightly more analytical than that. John, Please, we don't have to pay attention to them, you and I. We can just talk to each other, John. But look, I want to talk about the defensive tackles because what? Look, BJ Hill has had some, has some, has gotten some nice push, right? Once in a while, DJ Reader is practicing. I don't know if he's going to be can back. I, can, yeah. I mean, can I just say, I feel like you guys are saying the Bengals don't have any tackles, and this is a team. It's got some big tackles. It's got the tackles. They're going to do the, yeah. I mean, you know, you can't say, get some tackles, guys. You got to win this one. They've got the tackles. They just got to pull it off and and make it happen. Make the magic happen. You know, I I feel like, you know, they did pretty good last time with the tackles that they have. They got some big tackles. It's interesting how the offensive line and the defense line are like inverses of each other. Because conversely, on the defensive line, you have Trey Hendrickson playing phenomenally. Sam Hubbard's playing and he's the best healthy? he's ever played. And, yeah. and, and okay. I mean, he's still. I think he's dealing with a stinger, but it's not like it's negatively impacting. Okay, because his I, I remember there was a little bit of a concern. Okay. Yeah. But I don't. I don't get this. This. Uh, this dealing with the stink bug thing because it's not, not that. A bug. No, what I'm saying is well, a lot of people they overreact. They, yeah. I don't. I don't even notice the difference in the air. A stinger would bugs. just destroy you, but that's beside the point. Inside Hendrickson and Hubbard, though, like B.J. Hill's been okay, but yeah. he's not been anywhere close to like the the best three techniques in the league in terms of rushing the passer. And they've they've sorely missed that. They've missed that since really Geno Atkins kind of went downhill and that, towards the end of his career. They haven't found anyone close to replicate that push that a, a good three technique can provide as a pass rush, and that really helps out the the production from your edges. When you have guys in Hendrickson and Hubbard collapsing the pocket from the inside, it it just forces the quarterback to step up. And if there's no one 
to get in the way of him stepping up in the pocket. Like he can still survey the field and pick apart a defense. And I think that's important when you're looking at this defense facing you know quality quarterbacks at the end of the season like the secondary is going to be put to the test if this pass rush can't get home on a consistent basis they can't have it all rely on Hendrickson right yeah they can't especially they can't no they really can't I don't think anybody would argue that as they don't know football but we all of us here know football even Bridget Bridget what do you have to say excuse me yeah I'm saying even Bridget including Bridget what do you Bridget? think? I should be in the kitchen making dinner? No. Yes, no, he does. No, no, no. Get him. He does. It took some well, big tackles. Well, do I to have a podcast day. for you to watch tomorrow night? Yeah, tell us about this mutiny that you are concocting, please. Well, no, really, if you want to promote your podcast, just can you give me one second? That you quit busting her could tackles. You, no, yeah, could you just yeah. stop busting her tackles? Please, <laughs> go ahead. Bengals Whitney and I tomorrow night are hosting a special edition of the Morning Prowl with NFL agent Kelly Masters. I think she has had more NFL clients than any female agent in the history of the sport. Um, Bleacher Report named her one of the top five 25 women in sports. And so it'll be pretty uh, epic. Scandalous. Oh, sorry. Epic. No, epic. Epic is the the word you're looking for, and you should really watch to figure out how women contribute to this sport as opposed to, you know something about football? Even We're going to talk Bridget. after this. Even We're going to talk I don't. I could, have said, I could have said all of us except Bridget, but I said including Bridget. Well, and somehow, either one is, yeah. either one is a so little bit of can, shit. Can we address the elephant in the room? I know I don't mean myself. The the elephant in the room here, to me, is the performance of Joe Burrow, which has Amazing. been spotty, has, has been up and down, down and up. And the one thing about this game that I think a lot of Bengals fa- fans do realize, and a lot of people outside of the Bengals sphere don't realize, is that there is much more to a Bengals-Steelers game than just a game, than just a normal AFC North game. The heat is on, the pressure is on. And when the Bengals do well against the Steelers is when the stakes are very low. Like if you remember, you guys remember that Ryan Finley game, one of the best games ever played by the Cincinnati Bengals. That was such a yeah, beautiful that was game. A Monday history. night game. Yeah, he had like I think he had forty-five yards rushing. Do you remember that? He had like eighty-seven yards passing, forty-five. And and by the way, he he beats the Steelers and he's like, okay, I'm done. He leaves the NFL. I love oh. that. Mic drop. You know, he went. I mean, went to the Houston Texans for a while, but. Really, not, no, nothing of significance since then. Lord knows what he's up to now. But the thing is, how is Burrow doing in those high-pressure games? How is he doing yeah. in the other Amazing. AFC North games? Well, I would say Here's he has thing. not well, been John, amazing. Like, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Isn't the Cleveland, isn't Cleveland Browns the next best thing that we have after uh, the Steelers in terms of that kind of pressure? John. I'd say yes, and he doesn't do well. He does Hold not on. do, and so that's why I'm worried. That's why I yeah. want John to talk. John, TJ Watts, he, I believe he pulled his groin for like the eighth time in the past two years. Yeah, he hurt himself. Yeah. When he was trying to hurt Joe Burrow, he did something. Is he going to, because because here's the thing, we've all kind of realized all of our bad games where Joe Burrow doesn't look like Joe Burrow is because they have an elite pass rusher, Right. No. And 
I don't know who's left. I mean, let's say, I don't know, is Chris Jones or Von Miller on the Bills? And I don't know who's left on the on the schedule. But it seems to be, it seems to be the only time that Joe Burrow doesn't have an above average game is when there's that type of pass rusher. So are we going to be facing that on Sunday? Well, yeah. I mean, Watt he, he's back. Last Sunday. He's back. Yeah. Oh, so he wants to play this week. He's going to just play every week now. Okay. Well, no, he got healthy last week, and they beat up on the Saints, who can't seem to do anything against a competent defense. So, yeah, T.J. Watt against Lel Collins and Jonah Williams. But remember, it was Alex Highsmith who got the better of Jonah Williams in the Week 1 game. I think Highsmith had, like, a career outing, and that led to a lot of issues that the Bengals had on offense. And, I mean, it's unfortunate that you're right because the two best edge rushers in the NFL play in the AFC North, which is why... The Browns' defense is a one-man show in Miles Garrett, and the Bengals can't seem to stop that one man on that defense, which is why they're into issues on Monday Night Football. And I don't think Burrow plays inherently bad against the AFC North teams. It's just a lot of mashup issues, specifically with the Bengals' offensive line against these really good pass rushes and these really good schemes that get after the quarterback. So until the Bengals figure that out with a consistent basis, you're going to lead to performances like that. But remember, remember... The Steelers did lose twice to the Bengals last year because of bad quarterback play, because of, of a bad secondary. And I don't think either of those things have necessarily changed. There's this Mika Fitzpatrick yeah. variable now because his, his appendix had issues. We have no idea if he's going to play in this game or not, but that would be a critical loss for them if he doesn't play. Did I don't he have see... an appendectomy? I have no idea. He was apparently in the facility looking fine today. I don't know if that's just like... I saw that, but like, if you have had an appendectomy... Even so, reminder: Joe Burrow's appendix burst, right? And that's a different that's a different surgery. If you just have appendicitis, I think laparoscopically you can get your appendix out. Okay, and, but, and maybe just for for I mean, you and I know what laparoscopic means, but just for the the younger generation, the kids, what's a laparoscope and and what are we talking about here? I don't Let know. Let me they, explain. Like, it. You don't yeah, need so an incision. Okay, so they suck it out with a straw. I mean. Basically. I didn't go to okay. med school. Okay, okay, keep going, sorry. I hope Mika is not yeah. playing just so he can proclaim he's tougher than Burrow. Because that'd be just, I mean, that's just not smart for him. Like, he no. doesn't need to prove that point. No. He's got if nothing his, to prove to anyone. No. If his insides burst, that's no good. No there good go. for There you go. We have a doctor. We have the doc, doctor's opinion there. There we go. I like there it. There you go. Yeah. Andrew yeah. Sealer. Yeah, so, Dr. Sealer. Thank you, Dr. Sealer. So hopefully they will keep uh, Minka out if he does indeed need to be kept out. And I don't know if this like being at the practice facility is just to stimulate rumors. But I wanted to someone put in the chat. There's lots of good things going on in the chat. Things like an HR Appreciation Day, which would be lovely. Um, but someone mentioned his borough ever lost coming out of the bye and I think that's an interesting comment because I feel like this team so I feel like the the Bengals have never been that great coming out of a bye maybe I'm wrong well last year I feel like that's when things turned up but this season in particular when we've played with more rest I feel like we haven't done as well. And so I'm curious if the bye week is going to throw folks out of rhythm or this is the rest they need to really turn up the dial on the rest of the season. Well, I mean, here's the thing. We're getting our guys back. Reader's almost back and Jamar Chase is almost back. I think, John, I think the only 
thing we have to worry about really is the lack of a number one cornerback. That's the only missing piece going against these high-flying backs. We're finally playing the elite quarterbacks in the league, unfortunately, and we're doing it without a real number one and maybe even a real number two, you could say. I mean, I love Eli Apple. He's fantastic. Look, I, I got to say but that. He's kind of hit or miss, yeah. Your theory there about the pass rush, I just don't accept it. I don't think that's the issue. Last yeah. year, Burrow did really well against some tough you know, pass rushes. I know, you know, what's his name? Donald Aaron or whatever. The Rams killed him. Yeah, yeah. But that, that, even then, he was holding in there. He was hanging there. He didn't look as bad as he did against the Browns. And this year, like the Jets, the, the Dolphins, they have pretty good pass rushes, uh, I, I think, compared to the Browns. I would, I, would, I would say the Jets and the Dolphins are superior to the Browns in that respect. And yet we, we won. Why can't no, we win no. against we're, the Browns? What, what we're saying with the, the narrative now, it's the no, run. it's the premier, it's the top pass rushers. They don't have a tackle who can handle those guys. They can handle a couple of good pass rushers. They can pass them off, they can, but they can't handle one a great one. Top five pass rusher. You're saying when they got one great, well, that, that's exactly the scenario they're going up for with the Steelers, though. Yeah. Maybe he pulls a groin again. I mean, there's honestly, John, there's about a 35% no. chance that TJ Watt pulls his groin in any game. He's only got two, right? Does, does he have one? Is there only one groin in your body? There's a lot of anatomy questions. Well, well, one Maybe groin. Dr. Sealer, paging Dr. Sealer, please. Yeah. Or Maybe. is it Siler? Yeah. It is, he page was on both our of show. Them. I page, feel like we page should Page both know. of them. Page he, both got, them. he actually got married on our show. Yeah. That's the crazy yeah. part. So someone. But, but then when he took his wife's name, we didn't. We we didn't learn oh, that's his new right. name. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. So now, yeah. You have like you have a groin. It's yeah. Well, I don't know the muscles that high well, school what, anatomy. Uh, was look at really this. Long time they ago. do it. They do it in Staples. They don't that even need crazy. Staples. That they is, what a lot yeah. of people don't know is one groin is naturally lower than the other, so they don't clang while you walk. It's fascinating. I think that's a different thing. That it's evolutionary design. Yeah. You know, I feel like this conversation could go on forever, really. I would, like, sure I would hope so. Should. I'm not sure if it should. And with that. Wait, right. we didn't do predictions. That's okay. Yeah. All right. Then... Okay, you can do your predictions. So, <laughs> Bridget, go ahead. Uh... Okay, Steelers, Bengals. Bengals are in Pittsburgh. We they do better in Pittsburgh than in Cincinnati, by the way. Oh, are that we, helps. We're playing at four twenty-five. Is that right? Yes. These things they, matter. They flexed us out. They flexed us out, right? They flexed the Steelers out. They didn't flex the Bengals out. All right, good. That's oh, that's right. This for some reason I was thinking the Kansas City game was flexed, but. The Kansas City game is confirmed at 425. Okay, 425, which I like more than yeah. the night game for the Bengals. I'm going to go Bengals 27, Steelers 21. Okay, play of the game. Mmm. I think it's going to be the duo of uh, Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson. Very nice. Okay. So, yeah, me or John? John. Oh, me? Right. That's what I thought. Hmm. Yeah. I think this game is going to be frustrating. Honestly, do. 
I think TJ Watt plays really well against the Bengals, regardless of how Jonah and Lev are currently playing at the moment. Kenny Pickett's trash. There's no way to hide that. There's no excuse as to why they can't beat him. I know that Mitchell Trubisky wasn't anything special at all when they played him in week one, and he ended up being the winning quarterback, but Joe Burrow throwing four interceptions and losing a fumble definitely helps in that regard. The Bengals aren't going to turn the ball over five times. They might turn it over once. They might turn it over twice even. I don't think that Kenny Pickett is going to do anything against this Bengals defense. No. I know that sometimes these statements kind of bite me in the butt, and the NFL is an unpredictable beast, and sometimes just crazy stuff happens. But I don't see Pickett beating the Bengals anytime soon, really. No. But I don't think the Bengals' offense is going to necessarily blow this defense out of the park. I think right. with TJ Watt, they're just so much better. Like That's the impact that one special player can make, and I definitely think his presence will be felt, but it will be felt in a 17-13 to loss for the Steelers. So Sludge, a sludge match. For the okay. Bengals. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nice, John. So, me, my turn. Well, we're going to put the facts together. We're going to look at the recent games, and we're going to basically... The game is afoot, so to speak. We're going to, to line them in a row and make our prediction scientifically. Joe Mixon, the man is on fire. He had his greatest game of the year last year, Joe, uh, last uh, week. Joe Burrow tells us, if this man can play like this every week, you can expect wins from us every week. That's a signal. Joe Mixon is, is doing well, and there's something called momentum. When you have one great game, usually the next great game follows. Now let's look at the psychology of Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is the kind of guy that when you question his integrity... That's when he does best. He rises to the occasion. He loves a good challenge. He's the kind of guy, he's a fourth quarter kind of quarterback. Now, he has lost in an unfair way to the Steelers before. Plus, his team is at the crossroads. If they win, they're going to start doing a lot better and they have a good chance of being a wildcard team. If they lose, they have no chance. So Joe Burrow, the, state, the heat is on, so to speak. The pants are on fire and he's got to, he's got to dance around and put them out. I think you're going to see a Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon flash dance situation where they're going to have to reach up in the sky, pull a string, and have water come down on them. They're going to be so hot. They're going to be scoring like crazy. It's going to be amazing. And yet, what about the other side of the ball? Oh, what did I say? Did, I, did, did, did someone say Luana Romo, the greatest defensive coach right now in the NFL? Yes. You, it doesn't matter who you give him. That man's going to crush his opponents. And I think what you're going to see is an amazing kind of blowout scenario where the Steelers get three points and the Bengals get 27. Player of the game is going to be Joe Mixon. Wow. 27-3. That might be the biggest blowout in high in oh, I'm sorry, a creature stadium history for the Bengals? Yeah. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. We'll be crying. We'll yeah. be laughing at the same time. Yeah, well, I, I hope that you're right. You know, I just, like we talked about, the I didn't know TJ Watt is back. And that changes everything, really, with the way that we failed to block him. Right. And I feel like the kind of the mind games that Mike Tomlin and the Steelers have, the advantage they have. So I will actually say that I think the Steelers are going to squash the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, no. Yeah. I That's do. horrible. Not my favorite yeah. vegetable at yeah. all. No. It is, to it the is tune nobody's. of 31-17 Cincinnati. Okay, and there we go. So, yeah. 
Wait a minute, wait a minute. So you said squash. Can you right. clarify here? So like John said, squash is very good for you. It's a vegetable that you eat to prevent disease in the winter time, to prevent infection. Yeah. So I feel like they're going to consume the Steelers and that is going to make them immune to their more difficult upcoming opponents, the infections of the Mahomes Very and nice. the Josh Allens and those Very kind of guys. Nice. Yeah. Yes, yes. And really, Bridget, I believe that I need your permission to end the show. So if it is okay with you. How about we just end his career, Bridget? What do you think? Ooh. Cancel him. Ooh, can we do that? Shall we cancel what, Live? Him? Right now? Can't, Daddy even I'm can't. so excited. What does live canceling look like? You know, Daddy is so happy with all the changes what that have been happening on, on Twitter. Yeah. I wish I had like a music for this. Unfortunately, Daddy is way too cheap to buy himself a blue check. That's right. Yeah. We are, just so the fans know, we all requested Daddy now that we can have blue checks. Can the show pay for a blue check? Right. Yeah. And, you know, he sent us stickers. Blue checks. Yeah. He sent us stickers I told in the you, mail yeah. with yeah. a blue check. Right. Put it, I told you, you put it on your profile picture. You put it, you take a picture with it and you make it your profile picture. Cheap man. Nobody will know the difference because anyways. They weren't even really blue. They were more of a aqua, faded. They looked like something you had bought 10 years ago. They were in my car for a few years. But look, Bridget, if it's okay. By all means. On to Pittsburgh. On. No one can hear and you. Is this canceling happening live? His put it on DefCon 3, Daddy. He's canceling himself. He's muting himself. He knows the end is nigh. Eminent. I love it. Just like the show. All right. You can't guys. Hear me. Like, comment, all those things. See you next time. Like, comment, subscribe. Oh, retweet. and in the comments. In the comments. Please put your predictions for the Steelers game. Frozen Dadio. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.